It's quarter number two on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. And welcome back to the Keystone Kickoff Show. I'm Jim Galante. He's Dustin Hawkinsmith. It's quarter number two. It's 4th of July. Dustin, you know what that means. It means we start thinking about football. It's not that far away. want to let you know about our great trip to Auburn. You alluded to going to Auburn earlier. Keystone Sports, along with Collegiate Athletic Travel, we're partnering, sponsoring a great trip down there with the flight, hotel, transportation to and from the game, tailgate at the stadium, and we also have a chance for you, our listeners, to participate in a Jim and Dustin show. We're going to do a live Keystone kickoff show from down there, so we're going to be doing that Friday night. Contact Athletic Travel at 800-788-4414 for all the information. We're getting close enough where there's going to be the deadline is going to come up at the end of July. So if you want to go, get your phone call in, get the details in. All right, Dustin, we've been talking about USC and UCLA making their way into the Big Ten. And this was obviously the step that Big Ten made in reaction to the step the Southeast Conference made with Oklahoma and Texas. Obviously, it was the answer to that. Is this where it stops for both conferences, or is this just the beginning? Well, I think it's just the beginning. I, I really, truly do. I mean, uh, mentioned the, the phrase mega conferences or super conferences, however you want to put it. Um, to me, it just seems like we're headed down a path where you're going to have the Big Ten and the SEC both be 20 members, 24 members, whatever the number ends up being, you're going to have two halves and everybody else. It just feels like it's going to be a have not. Um, by the time all this happens, maybe you have the expanded playoff and maybe you have, you know, two guaranteed uh, spots in the playoffs for both of these mega conferences or, or whatever, but there's going to be a lot more changes to come, I think. And, the, the fact that the Big Ten is adding two West Coast schools, I mean, again, tells me I, I don't think they're done yet, and I don't think they're done in the West. I don't think they're done trying to get a big fish like Notre Dame. I think they're still working towards that, and it really puts um, the Big 12, uh, you know, on, on alert. It puts the Pac-12 in a position where, you know, the Big 12 is familiar, familiar with this position where you're trying to figure out, who can we add? Are we adding? Is anybody else leaving? What exactly? They're, they're kind of fighting for their life a little bit. And the ACC, you know, has been relatively unaffected. You know, they haven't lost teams. They haven't gained teams in this recent wave of, of craziness. So what are they going to do? Are they going to be out there trying to add as well and try to keep up with these two leagues? But certainly the Big Ten and the SEC are far and away the most valuable conferences. They're going to far and away have the biggest TV deals. They're going to have the most powerful brands um, collectively. And you could definitely make a case that the, the Big Ten now with Ohio State and Michigan and Penn State and USC and UCLA, uh, they, they've got 
you know, a brand advantage probably, I think, from top to bottom over the SEC. And this is going to be, you know, a, a crazy push, I feel like, uh, to survive, to try to be uh, one of the haves in college football as opposed to a have-not. And I feel like you're going to have two mega leagues emerge and, and the way that they conduct their business is going to be different than ever before where they're going to be essentially sports pro sports leagues with that, that are going to operate inside themselves. They're going to govern themselves. They're going to be, you know, self-fulfilling. It's going to be a crazy time in college football and all of college athletics. We've seen craziness before, and we've seen these arms races unfold before um, over, over the last like 30 plus years. But this feels way different than anything else that we've experienced before. And to understand just how big those dollars are, the Big Ten is currently negotiating the balance of their football contract. Fox has half of it, and understand that Fox owns at least half of the Big Ten network, so they're part of the negotiations for the rest of it. Big Ten rights are in heavy demand, whether it's NBC, CBS, and it's a show for another segment, another week, Dustin, where we could talk about that for an hour, but... Understand this, for USC and UCLA coming to the Big Ten, and I'm just ballparking numbers, but it's something like they're going to go from like, I don't know, $30, $40 million per year, maybe potentially up to 50, to maybe $100 million by being part of the Big Ten and this next television contract. So the numbers are huge, and the Southeast Conference is going to be there also. If the, those teams that are left over in the Pac-12 and the Big 12 after Oklahoma and Texas leave, they're going to be scrambling for dollars. You mentioned the ACC. The one other thing to know about the ACC, there's something called grant of rights. Essentially what these conferences did to hold off more people, leave, more teams leaving, is they had all the teams commit their media rights for a certain amount of time. Now, forget the Pac-12 and the Big 12. That's almost over. And that's why Oklahoma and Texas are taking a couple years to get out. The ACC has the media rights of all their teams locked up through 2036, another 15 years. And what that means is, if Clemson left the ACC for the Southeast Conference, the ACC says, fine, but any of your television rights, we still own them. So the money would still go to the ACC. Contracts are made to be broken, so something could happen. But the ACC being out of this conversation is partially because of that. But candidly, at what point do a number of ACC teams say, we're better off with the Big Ten. Some schools will say we're better off with the Southeast Conference. And the ACC just goes poof. And when that happens, there are no more grant of rights, media rights. Yeah, I I, I don't know what is going to happen on that front. What I do know is um, in terms of revenue generation, um, the Big Ten – is in the best position of everybody because they're in Chicago, New York, um, Washington, D.C., Los Angeles. I mean, they're they're in some of the biggest markets uh, in, in the United States, and that's not going to change. 
Um, the ACC, I mean, that, we haven't heard a ton about of speculation about who goes where, but um, where things are going and how much money we're talking about, you know, for, for the next Big Ten television contract to be priced in the neighborhood of a billion dollars, uh, it doesn't seem like um, what the ACC has going on with their media rights is an absolute deal breaker to me. When you're talking about this amount of money flying around, uh, it seems like there'd be enough money to buy out of that or to, to invest in, you know, an, an early departure and pay a penalty or something to, to secure your spot in college football's future. Cause that's what it's all about now is trying to figure out where you fit in this bold new future that is coming really, really quickly. You know, you mentioned uh, name image likeness and you mentioned the, an expanded playoff and we're talking about, you know, free agency essentially with the, with the transfer portal, you know, stuff is happening really fast. And I think there's a lot of urgency to figure out, okay, you know, if you're an ACC team, what, what options do I have to get out of that? What's it going to cost me? And maybe it's worth me paying whatever the penalty is to, to make sure that I'm part of what I think the future is going to be. And whether the ACC is or isn't part of that, I'll be fascinated to see. Because, you know, if you look at it beyond Clemson, I mean, how, how powerful has the ACC been outside of that one program? Well, they're not very powerful. And I want to get to Notre Dame because they're going to be, they're still the biggest fish that's still out there. And candidly, I'm not sure Notre Dame could keep passing up the big money, as you described in the Big Ten, say. And what a natural that would be. And we'll get back to the ACC uh, before we end the show. But let's talk Notre Dame. And I'm sure the South or the ACC would want Notre Dame full time just for their own survival. But if you're Notre Dame, don't you want all that extra money that comes with the Big Ten? Plus, you have natural rivalries there in state with Purdue. You know they've played Michigan with Penn State with USC. How about also bringing Stanford in? where Notre Dame has a long-standing rivalry with them. How about, Dustin, Notre Dame and Stanford as the next two teams to come in? That is as good a case as you could make right now. And this does feel like, with especially with it being USC and the fact that, the, that Notre Dame has played some of these Big Ten teams, some of these traditional Big Ten teams so often over the years, this feels like... Uh, is starting to tip the scales away from Notre Dame clutching to its independent status. You know, they're going to have so much leverage when you're talking about trying to lure them into a league. And they are, you know, the ACC obviously has a, a little bit of a foothold there with uh, Notre Dame outside of football. But, man, I mean, I think they can keep so much of their schedule that they typically play every single year together. It's just a matter of, um, especially if you, if you add Stanford, like you said, uh, it's just a matter of, you know, how, how much sweeter do they have to uh, make an offer for Notre Dame to either bypass their independent status or come up with some kind of hybrid where they're able to, you know, enjoy the, the fruits of the Big Tens. Um, labor and also still maintain some of their own independence. I'm really curious to see, um, but I think the Big Ten by far offers the most compelling opportunity uh, for for Notre Dame to to join a league finally. I don't think uh, the Big Ten has to 
you know, kiss Notre Dame's behind <laughs> to get them in. I think it's just, hey, this is what a member makes. We're talking about $100 million a year, plus we offer you all these normal rivalries that you have and a couple additional big-time games. And you know what? Notre Dame, if you don't want it, that's fine. We now have USC. We now have the L.A. market. And we're in a position, we're now the bell of the ball. We could essentially have anyone we want. Yeah. And and maybe it is that way. And and maybe they can get whoever they want. But, you know, Notre Dame is, is the biggest fish out there right now. And everybody's going to be trying to reach out to them and try to add them in there. So in that respect, Notre Dame still has a bit of leverage. I still think in the, in the end, whatever that is, Notre Dame's a member of the Big Ten. I'm, I'm with you. It just makes too much sense for everybody, Dustin. All right, that's it for quarter number two. We'll keep up the conversation in quarter number three. This is Jen from Collegiate Athletic Travel. We've been offering travel to the biggest Penn State games for over 50 years. This fall, we continue that tradition in partnership with Keystone Sports Network with a trip to the Penn State-Auburn game. Join us for charter flight, staying at the team hotel, transportation to and from the game, and even a great tailgate party at the stadium are included. For more information, go to athletictravel.com or call 1-800-788-4414. See you there. In his book, Why Penn State, author Greg Woodman takes readers on a trip back in time to Happy Valley in the 1980s, a unique era of gridiron success and rapid expansion that gave our university its modern identity. Whether you're traveling down memory lane or discovering old states past for the first time, this compilation of rare photos, original essays, and exclusive interviews helps you explore the why behind we are. Start your journey today. Order online at whypennstate.com. 